Hey, and welcome to the Pursuit of Healthiness podcast. I'm your host, Vinanda van Delft. I'm a health and mindset coach, spaghetti and ice cream lover, travel junk, and a cat mom. Today's guest is Maria. Maria is a very successful life and business coach who guides you through a life-changing process that will increase your quality of life and business. Her knowledge is about the working of the brain and the human, and it's incredibly interesting. So I'm not going to hold you any longer. So let's start this episode. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Maria. How are you doing today? I'm great, thank you. How are you doing? I'm, I'm perfect. Good, thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing and where you come from. Well, I am born in Chile, but uh, brought up in Sweden and living in Norway. <laughs> so it's very international. Okay. There. Yeah. Um, I've been living here for eight years now in Norway. And um, I am a mother. I have a three-year-old. I have a dog and a husband. And yeah. And okay. I work with the mindset and yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. So how, how did you start it to, to go into mindset? Because I'm all about mindset as well. But I'm always curious to see how people are coming there because often it, it, it comes from struggles from your own life or and then you, you go into that. So how did you end up doing what you're doing now? It's actually interesting because the thing is, when I was a kid, I really was very introverted. And it took me many, many years until I, I kind of found my own voice but during that time I've always been so curious and wanting to help people even as a kid I could actually listen to grown-ups <laughs> it was that kind of I can relate kid. like I was the same like I could could have better relationships with grown-ups than with my own age uh, exactly. with, with the kids yeah yeah <laughs> because it was so fascinating to listen to the stories and listen to what people what they do and why they do it and all this philosophy behind it and you know the arguments and you know everything was very exciting um but i was too young to really understand but i knew that i wanted to listen and help and there came a point in my life that i kind of just needed to figure out a little bit more about myself because i've always been interested in psychology interested in people and behaviors but and I came to a point that I kind of needed to know who I was. Yeah. And I actually took one year abroad in Cape Town. And that was really oh. life-changing for me. Um, I hated the job. <laughs> it wasn't fun at all. <laughs> I was a travel consultant and I was working for a company. But it, they, the people there were amazing. But uh, that made me really take the time off to really get away from what people think of you. I don't know if you relate to that, but yes, like yes, people absolutely. always have opinions of who you are. Yeah. And, um, and I was just so fed up. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> so I was 22. I went to the other side of the, the world, basically, to just have a time out. I'm like, who am I? And I started really going deep in my beliefs. Like, what do I believe? What's true for me? What values do I have? And that year was crazy, like crazy. I bungee jumped. I threw myself from air, uh, airplanes. And, oh my like, God, and that's I my and, <laughs> yeah, But I love heights. And yeah, do you? Yeah, I really do. And um, that's so funny. Because, um, 
when I was there, uh, the thing is the bungee jump there, and I don't remember the place, but it's, uh, I think it's the highest or second highest in the world. It's 216 meters free fall. And I remember that in that point, I was like, I was so at ease, so happy. Really? Yeah, I was just enjoying the view. And like, and I saw the people around me really scared and nervous. And I was like, yeah, I am here. I'm happy. Oh, my and, God. Like, um, how, did, how did you feel before you went down? Because there is a yeah. point when you are on the edge. <laughs> Like literally, you're on the edge of your death. Like, how, exactly, and you, and you don't know if it's gonna peace. work or not. <laughs> and you felt at peace. Like how? I really felt at peace, and I was like in this bubble of happiness. And suddenly, they're gonna put on the security stuff and all the ropes and everything. And um, I was standing there. I couldn't really like put my toes on anything. It was in the in the air, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god, what am I doing?" <laughs> And suddenly they started to count like three, two, and like just dropped me. And I was oh my just keeping my eyes closed. And like, no, sorry, I was keeping my eyes open actually. I was like, keep your eyes open. That was the only thing I was saying to me during the whole time down. It took like seven seconds or something like that until I, it, the, the rope like took, yeah. Yeah, took me up again. You bounced back. Exactly, I bounced back. <laughs> and I was like, that was like the most amazing freedom feeling in my life. Really? And like, like everything yeah. is falling just <gasps> off your shoulders. And... Yeah, definitely. It was, uh, oh, was so amazing. It felt like I could conquer the world. It was insane. Not even the, um, the tandem jump, you know, with the airplane. Not even that gave me the same adrenaline kick that uh, the bungee jump did. Uh, but, but even jumping out of a plane, like I'm afraid of flying. So I cannot imagine that you will willingly jump out of a plane, like a flying plane. It's, it's crazy, but you I did it. I was a dream come true, <laughs> that one. Oh, it was. And then you had like, I don't know, 70 seconds or two minutes or whatever to just get down there, like enjoy the view. And someone else was like holding me. So, it's, yeah. uh, so it feels quite safe anyway. <laughs> Safe to jump out of a plane, great. Definitely. Was, that felt more safe than the bungee jump. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh my so God. After that, I was sort of really going deep into self development. That's where I really came in touch with um, Tony Robbins. No, actually, it was Robin Sharma first. Uh, Tony Robbins came in la later, actually. And um, I started to uh, really wanting to understand what my purpose is in life. And that's where my journey started. And um, uh, and I found the book, The Secret, in that journey too. And um, when I was in Cape Town, but I didn't really understand the message there until much, much later. But um, it came to a point when I started to look at people differently. And, um, and I was like really diving into all these books and everything, but I wasn't really applying it, but I was starting to understand it a little bit. And uh, that made me wanting to be a coach. So I... Um, I went through my certification, became a leadership coach, and did two years of coaching. And after that, I went into the Bob Proctor's um, program with um, um, Proctor Gallagher Institute. So now I'm a PGI consultant. Okay. Um, so I really work with uh, the best there. <laughs> like, That's amazing. so much amazing knowledge and so deep understanding of the world and who you are. Yeah. So, so how did, in the end, how did you 
I mean, you found yourself right now. You know who you are, what you want to do, right? So yeah. How did it happen? Was it just focusing on mindset or was there more to it? Like, what did you do? It's a very complex journey sometimes, but uh, it's only complex if you make it complex. That's the beautiful mindset. And um, for me, it took me a long time because you kind of need to believe and you need to understand um, what you're looking for. Yeah. You have to open up your awareness. You need to kind of open up your mind and start listening more to your inner self than the circumstance and the people around you. Because like I said, when, before I went to Cape Town, I was like, oh, Maria, you're like this, you're like that. Oh, but you're so sweet and you're so calm. You would never do stuff like that. And I was like, really? Why? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, why am I not supposed to do stuff like that? Like, is it really the image that you want to have of me or am I like that for real? Yeah. And there were many questions there. So I needed to just explore and to push myself, um, um, work on my confidence, work on my self-image. Most of all, I didn't even know that I was working on my self-image that time. But now, when I'm studying that, I understand that that was my soul basically wanted to just be more, yeah. and do more, have more of life, feel life. Yeah, it's often that we are held, holding ourselves back because of our beliefs and beliefs that aren't even ours because exactly. we were brought up a certain way with the beliefs of our parents and they've been brought up with, with the beliefs of their parents. So it, yeah. it's really difficult to really find out who you really are and what yeah. beliefs you have. Well, what, what, Yeah, what would you say is like the best if you are on the self-awareness journey, what is the best point to start, do you think? To really wanting to explore yourself. Be curious of who you are and start studying. Yeah, yeah. because we, know, studying. We, we are not the persons that we think we are in the beginning. At least that's how I've experienced it because I've been putting labels on myself because other people said I was like that. Mm. And you start to take over that persona um, because that's who you are. That's how people describe you. That's how people tell you you are. But you you are. You have your own voice and your own... Yeah, you are your own person. You are. And the thing is that when we come, on, come into the world, we basically are an open book. and We have nothing written in us. And people start writing in their book, like, this are, you are like this and this and this and this. And this is what you have to learn. This is what you should not do. This is what you should do. And everyone is programming you. Yeah. And you don't have the ability to reject because your subconscious mind is completely open. You don't have the conscious part to say like, no, I'm three-year-old. They're like, no, I don't want to do that because this and this and this. Yeah. You came, like my three-year-old now, she says, no, no, no. But she doesn't really understand what she's actually saying no to. Yeah. Because even I said, like, do you want candy? She's like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so she doesn't know exactly what she's rejecting. But when you come to, like, seven age of, um, when you're seven years of age, then you will start developing the conscious mind more and start to really be able to choose what to take and what not to take in. But that's the beauty of growing. 
and um, that's the if you think about it like how many times have, haven't your parents repeated something so much that you just believed it or I don't know friends and or even if a, a stranger came to you and you were really receptive of um, to take in whatever information came in perhaps the person was in a really negative state and like, ah, oh, what the f are you doing this? And you know, yeah. and, you, and you feel it directly and you take it in like it was the law. Yeah. Because we, when, until we understand that we can actually choose to take in the information that we want to, to create ourselves, we are just an open book and taking in everything. That's why the news is affect us so much. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like negative absolutely. emails, you know, it's like everything affects our lot if we don't understand how to start using our higher faculties. Yeah. So it's, it's we really have to choose uh, and we have the choice to absolutely. do what we want. Like, uh, especially this year, I, I don't watch TV anymore because I'm like, there's too much negativity and it make, it's making me sad and it's making me angry and it's making me think about, th uh, think about things that I don't even want to think about, you know? So I, 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 I'm not watching the news anymore and I'm just surrounding myself with people that have the same mindset, have the same goals or want the same things out of life. And I can just feel and see that my life is so much more beautiful and so much better because of that. And yeah. I, I think that's the whole thing with life in general. Like people can see life as bad or pe people can see life as something beautiful. Um, it all has to do uh, with your perspective and your beliefs. Exactly. Exactly. Because if you believe that everything is bad and you really take that as your attitude that life is bad the situation we are in is really bad and I say like yes it's not good <laughs> like <laughs> it's not good I don't say that it's all over good yeah but you can find good things if you start looking true. yeah that's true like there are horrible things happening at the moment and yes and it's, it's always been like that human, like, yeah. human race is always trying to be killing each other for one reason or another yeah and uh, so it's it, it is what it is it is yeah. bad until you say it's bad but it's, it can also bring out good and yeah. now it's a new awareness coming up which i think is a good thing even though people will have to suffer a little bit for it and uh, that's just unfortunate because I don't want them to want to suffer, but it's making this global awareness, taking it to a completely new level. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, I, I, do, you, do you believe that um, the life that we see is the reality or is it because of our mindset, the way we, we want to see life? I love that question. <laughs> I love that question. We create our reality. Yeah. That's the thing. We create our reality. And there was what our thoughts are the ones that are like, it's like this saying, like, what we think we create, but what we feel we attract. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of people saying, <laughs> I'm going to use it here. Because we create our reality and it's based on that, like the universal laws. Even though you believe it or not, it's 
it's the laws that are governing how everything is unfolding in our lives. And when we start thinking about something, it's like there were, I don't know if you heard of the stick person. We talked a lot about the stick person, which is a, a kind of a picture of how our mind could look like, because there is no picture of how our mind looks like. But we are so controlled uh, of our, um, when we think about things, we always use pictures. So the mind doesn't really have a picture. So this is why the stick man, as we refer to, uh, it's a very beautiful description of how the mind works. So if you imagine this circle in, in a big circle, and then you have a little small circle underneath. On the big circle, you just divide it so you have two parts, the conscious and the subconscious mind. And then the small circle is the body. And whatever happens, because we are all made of energy, and thoughts are energy. So what we do, we take this power into us and make it an idea, a thought that we have. And when we are emotionally involved in that idea of thought, that starts creating our paradigms, which creates our habits. And our habits will manifest in results afterwards. So that's why I say we create our reality. Yeah. And you can always change. That's the beauty of it. We can always change how we see the world. And by changing our paradigms, which is a multitude of habits, uh, we start changing everything we see. And we will be attracting different things to us. And that's how we create our reality. What we see, what we, the vibration we send out comes back. So it's oh. basically like a reflection of your thoughts. Amazing. Yeah, a thing that I, I always like to, to think about is uh, it, it's something simple, but often when people, for example, buy a new car from a certain color and a certain uh, brand, then suddenly you see their car driving all around. Then you're like, yeah. huh? Now everybody's driving their car. But yeah. it's because your, your, your conscious mind is, is, because it's your car, it's something important in your life. So you see that everywhere around you. I, I always, I think that's how an easy way to describe how the mind, um, yeah, focus, the focus on the thing. Yeah, absolutely. You, you start focusing. You yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you don't focus on things you don't really are looking for. No, exactly. So uh, when you start seeing that car that you really want to have, you start seeing it everywhere. And um, it's like with, when you want to get pregnant, you know, you see all these people around being like having babies, yeah, having babies <laughs> and with a carrier, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's when you start putting your focus on what you want, and then you start seeing the possibilities, seeing all around you where the yeah. possible, well, you know, where everything is. So yeah. yeah. But I have a question for you because this this uh, scenario is in a way that you focus on what you want. But mm -hmm. when I well, we we're going ten years. 10 years back when I was 15 um, and it sounds maybe silly, but I was dating a couple of guys and talking to a couple of guys. And at some point I just had enough, you know, I wanted to have a boyfriend, but I was like, all the guys, oh, you know, they are nothing. I hate them. <laughs> so at the point <laughs> that I was like, it's enough. I don't want to have a boyfriend. I don't have, want to have a guy. That's when I met my, my partner that I have right now. Like, mm. 
So how does that work then, do you think? Because that was a time that I was saying, no, I don't want that. Like I really felt from within, but then it showed up. Yeah. You didn't want that type of guy, but you didn't really, the thing is that you made a decision that you didn't want that type of guy. And when you make a firm decision of what you want, that's what you attract. I've actually made the same thing with my with my husband. Really? <laughs> like, yeah, I did. It's actually quite funny because me and my husband we were working together for, and for me it was like no, no dating anyone at work. Like it's a huge no. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't go there. <laughs> but um, I was partying, you know. I was like, and sometimes you meet a random guy and everything. And I came to a point like that was not for me. I never really liked that, and I kind of said like no enough is enough that's not who I am because it doesn't really resonate with the picture I have of myself and I remember standing in front of the mirror I was like you know what the next guy the next boyfriend I have will be my husband and that's it all right so I put pressure on myself that I'm not gonna go out with a lot of guys but I gotta but the time that I actually get a boyfriend that will be the right person and um, I, and then I just left the thought because I made a firm decision. Like, I'm, I'm done with that. And then some months later, I started dreaming of my husband. I was like, no, ain't happening. <laughs> Don't go there. I was like, you're just a dream. And um, then we actually did go out on a date several months later. It took, I think it was from May to October this whole scenario happened yeah. from where I said like, no, this is enough till I actually met him. And um, it was funny because I was not expecting him at all either. It's like, but I had made up my mind that I was not going to waste my time trying to look for him either. Yeah. So it's actually that you made a firm decision. That, that's that funny. Enough because enough. It, it was actually like literally two weeks, like <laughs> it took me two weeks for me to say it's enough and I'm not him so ah it, it, that's interesting yeah really you interesting. were ready to actually meet the right guy it's yeah. not that you don't you know but because your subconscious was still searching for the right guy but yeah. your conscious mind said like oh you know what this it's is enough. not really working <laughs> it's like just give me the right person and I'm done you know, like, yeah. So that's when the subconscious and the conscious mind is not really, you know, where you're focusing on and not. But yeah. the subconscious is basically the, where, the emotional mind. So that's always like sending out signals. That, what that's you actually interesting. Cool. Yeah. So, so that's like with every relationship, like the partner that you have is basically what you uh, tolerate and allow yourself to have, right? Absolutely. If, and and so sense. you think you're worthy of having as well. It's like, that's when the beliefs comes in. It's like, if you don't feel that you are worthy, your dream husband or the dream guy, you will be attracting guys that are that you are, feel worthy too. And that's why a lot of people kind of stay in a bad relationship because they don't think they're worthy anything better. So, yeah. And that's a false belief, of course. Um, yeah. But until they realize that and change it, they will still be attracting people that don't, they they are in harmony with but in a bad vibration oh interesting i love yeah. that i love how how the, i love how the brain works 
but I never thought about it that way that you say like, yeah, no, you just, oh, it's enough, but you're still searching for it. And you block basically everything out that is that, and you let everything in that is, well, you subconsciously are looking for, but. But absolutely, imagine how many times haven't you been in a situation that you, you want to get promoted in something, you know? And uh, on your conscious level, you're like, yes, this is me. This is for me. This is exactly what I need. And you know in, in somewhere that you really are capable of doing that. But in your subconscious, you still have this limiting beliefs like, am I really that capable? Will I do a good job? Do they like me? How will my colleagues react to this? Will they start hating me? Will they kind of take a distance? And your subconscious will always take the... the um, the head the because yeah the overhead exactly and um, that's what you are attracting to yourself so if you are sending out like this positive thinking but if your um, subconscious is not really aligned with that you will be sending out the negative thinking yeah. <laughs> like, the negative vibration so that's what the other people are gonna feel even though they are not aware of that but it's like no but that person is gonna be promoted instead and then you're like oh yeah i knew that yeah and then you just like say accept the idea again and then your subconscious like and your self-aim is like yeah poor me <laughs> yeah you're going to fix and you just state. feed yourself in that yeah so can we control our subconscious mind and if we so how do we do it yes we can control our subconscious we can change paradigms we cannot eliminate but we can replace so you can never really just remove a habit without actually replacing it with the next habit so if you're not aware of what habits you actually are creating you probably are creating bad habits <laughs> like, yeah i know you're creating something good you're creating yeah. something bad yeah yeah so for example with, with a weight loss journey because we are mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all about health and mindset so when you're trying to uh, lose weight for example a lot of people um, what I understand from what you're saying is they fail because they are, are trying to change a habit or mm -hmm. just completely cut out that habit like unhealthy eating and, and stuff like that, but they are not replacing it with something better. Mm -hmm. So to create a sustainable lifestyle change, you need to replace a bad habit with a good one instead of removing that habit. Exactly. You have to replace the image you have of yourself to be able to go into the new version of yourself because you cannot just say like oh, i'm gonna lose i don't know five pounds i don't know how much it is in kilos but anyway whatever yeah. amount that you want um and then not knowing what you're gonna change it to and why the reason is or what's their vision for it like what picture do you have because you can see yourself super skinny and then in the mirror you will still see yourself fat yeah or vice versa you can still be you can see yourself beautiful and in reality perhaps you're not looking absolutely your best but you still feel beautiful yeah. it's because the self-image in you is controlling that and when people doesn't control the self-image when they're losing their weight like yes i want to lose weight that's not because i want to lose the weight it's because i want to be healthy i want to see myself be able to run with my kids i want to see myself running this uh, marathon, I love marathons, I always take the marathon as an example, 
or I want to be able to have this amazing energy the whole day and not only for some, a couple of minutes. <clears throat> but until you actually replace the image of yourself, you will not see a permanent result of change. You can always make changes for short terms, like really pushing yourself, going with the will, and like really, really pushing. And you will lose that. You will lose the five pounds. But as soon as you stop focusing on that and you reach your goal, the only thing that's going to happen is that we all program with this kind of like this, um, almost like a term, uh, thermostat. It will always try to match whatever image you have. So if you still have the, 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 the image of yourself being with this extra five pounds, the body will do its best to get back this five pounds. Really? Yeah. That is really so, interesting. Yeah, so it's until you actually change the image of yourself, you cannot have this long-term permanent changes. You need to start being, seeing yourself in a new picture. That is really interesting. So if you, if you want to lose weight or want to gain uh, muscle because you want to look toned and everything, mm-hmm. basically it is because you are still with your old beliefs of how you look like, your body will automatically go back to that. Yep. Like no matter how hard you're trying. Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. Right. That's, that's why self-belief is so crucial to understand when yeah. you want to have permanent changes. And people that reach that, it's like, it's like they say, that if, when you stop doing a habit, you just stop and you will like start creating a new habit or go back to your old habit because it's always creating some kind of habit. But then when you stop going towards your goal and losing those five pounds and you reach them, it's like, yeah, I'm done. And you're then, done. Yeah. It's, then you're, it's so easy to go back to old habits if you're not continuing that lifestyle that you wish to have. So that's why it's so much better to kind of see yourself doing a lifestyle change than just having a short-term goal if you want to have this permanent results. Yeah, I love that. I love to do, that's what I'm teaching as well, lifestyle change instead of just Mm -hmm. short-term diet or or something else, you know, you need to change your life. And and that's, that's, yeah. No, it's it's interesting because although I, I have been doing this for a while now, I never, well, this is the first, I've, I've heard that before. Like if you believe you look a certain way, your body will automatically do its best to look that way. But I don't know. At this moment when we were talking, it's really sinking in. Like it truly is like that. So if you believe you're not worthy to look a certain way, or if you believe you are a big boned, woman then you will mm-hmm. always look like that so it's really about changing your beliefs and the way you look you see yourself mm-hmm. absolutely wow. it's so crucial yeah. because the only thing that's holding you back is your beliefs of yourself it's the only thing and i don't know if people sometimes are as scared of losing who they are if they start changing their beliefs and start doing something else the thing is that we never lose ourselves we are here to create and if we need to create a new part of ourselves it's still us yeah but us in the new 
image. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I like that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Like, but it, it, I think it's also because people think it's selfish or mm. uh, hypocrite to change. Uh, yeah, it's like I've always been like this, and that's another belief that you get from yeah. <laughs> generations back yeah. like uh i'm i am like this uh, you know you can't uh, teach an old dog to sit <laughs> like, yeah. and uh that's false yeah. <laughs> like that's straight out false you can actually start creating yeah. a new self and you can start creating changes and um and start getting the results that you want it's yeah. just the question is, are you really willing to do that? And because able, you're able. Yeah. But are you willing to make that sacrifice or make that decision? Yeah. It's you really want to the question that pops into my head because I hear a lot of older people say that, oh, that's just the way I am, or no, I'm too old to change. It is has it something to do with age? Or is no. it I it doesn't matter, no. No, it has nothing to do with age. You can see like 70-year-old men pumping in the gym or even women. And they have the six-pack being super healthy. Jackie Chan. Yeah. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> um, so no, it has nothing to do with age. It's only the program that you have in your, that's the paradigm you have in your mind. Yeah. So would you say that, that, that aging is also something that's just happening inside your head? Because so many people, when they get older, they, they, they feel older. So they start to look older and they, they get pains and all those, those, um, those, the, those pains and those, those things that come with getting older. Mm -hmm. Is it, so is it something that is just mindset based? Of course, genes and stuff yeah. like that have to do with it as well. But mm -hmm. I think you can... I think mindset is a very huge part because if you see yourself as this healthy old woman and going to the gym, I see like people in there, they can barely stand up. <laughs> like, and I'm so fascinated every time I see that this man, I think it's like 80 and he's going up for a run. It's not a fast run. He is out running. Yeah. And I, I, every time I see him, it's like, I want to be like that when I grow old. Yeah. Like, I want to be this old woman, like, barely standing up, you know, but I'm still running by the beach on yeah. my super small steps, but I'm taking myself <laughs> forward. <laughs> like, that's the image that I want to have when I'm 80. Yeah. And um, I think it's a lot is about the, uh, the mindset that you have. And people we are programmed to believe that we can only live until some certain age. And this, you can argue how much you want. And I don't know if anything is right or wrong. That's true. Mm -hmm. But uh, there are people that still are living until they are 100 and they're not having this unhealthy, like super healthy diet. But uh, they, are, they are so happy and they are so filled with life and they feel like they are 70 you know so it's, yeah it's a lot about mindset if you start feeling old it's because you have in your mind that you are old and it can be because you got this idea from some other relative yeah. way back and um, 
we see these people and it's like, oh yeah, now I'm getting 70. Now I remember that my grand grandmother, she was really in a bad health by that time. And you know, and then you start creating this reality for yourself. It's like now, but now I start to feel like it, it aches here and it hurts there. And you start creating this for yourself and you're disintegrating. Instead. <laughs> so, so you can actually choose a little bit how you want to come uh, to the old age. Like if you want to be happy or healthy and it's just a decision. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I truly believe it's a lot about mindset. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But I think it's really fascinating. <laughs> it's it's, it it's really cool how much power the mind has. When it comes mm-hmm. to our life, love life, finances, the, the house yeah. that we live in, the car that we are driving, the way we look. Exactly. It's, everything is just a reflection of what you believe. Yeah. If you believe you can make a lot of money easy, you will make a lot of money easy. If you believe that money is hard, money will be hard. Yeah. So whatever you believe, it's going to manifest because you are aligned with that thought. You, you believe it and... Yeah, that's the vibration you put out in the universe. So cool. that's what comes back. Yeah. Really interesting. Okay, so if, if people want to hire you as a coach or just have to talk to you about this kind of topic, how can people find you? Yeah, good question. <laughs> Where did they find me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, not I your have. house number or something. but <laughs> yeah, like, Should I give out my number now? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, they can find my LinkedIn. I am on LinkedIn and I have a Facebook page. I have a group that's called um, uh, Higher, uh, Higher Awareness Academy. And they will find my Facebook page as well. And uh, they will just search for my name and they will find me, Maria, Andreas, and Medina. Um, okay. And LinkedIn, yeah. Okay, and the, the yeah. Facebook page, well, what, can, what is there in the Facebook page? What are you talking about? Um, well, it's a lot about code. It's like I'm very interested in emotional intelligence too. So it's, it's a little bit of both. Um, so in my group, and I am basically doing my webinars and teaching people who are there to like really put the best, like have a successful mindset to achieve whatever they want. And um, uh, I, I don't know, it's like, I think it's, I think it's so much knowledge there that we don't get in school. Yeah. Because in school we get so much yes knowledge when it comes to things that happen, and but they don't teach us to really make decisions, how to really use our mindset, how to use our higher faculties, and that's the things that I would like want to teach the yeah. people in my group and like really helping them get more aware of. Basically, teach life. I mean, at school they yeah. teach you they, they they teach you everything except how to live your life. Exactly. It's like then barely teach you how to pay bills. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that that's true. Like seriously, it's it's crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've learned so much when I was done with school and yeah. in school. Well, you know, I know how to count and I know how to multiply. But I know I know a little bit of history. But that's it. It's not really teaching you about life. So I think it's amazing that you have a group like teaching all of that that we need to know yeah exactly how to do their intuition like the intuition is such an important tool to use but men think they don't have intuition which is crazy because they're really missing out on something super important yeah. and women we are more adaptable and we are we use our intuition more naturally 
Um, but um, it's funny because now that I talk with men that are understanding what I coach with, thinking to resolve them with the fields and everything, they um, they talk so much about how they are developing their intuition and how they really are being connected and seeing so much more possibilities and they get the right connection, they get the right information and everything happens so fast when you start using them. You can start changing results so easily. Yeah. And using your higher faculties and, and some how to use them. Yes. Okay, well, this, this was an interesting, really interesting, amazing talk and I want to thank you for it. And thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I'm happy that, that we got to connect because I, I think this is one of the most interesting conversations that I've had. Like all the others. Of course, I love every every interview that I have, but this one, yeah, it's it's really interesting. Like I I, I wanna thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm really <laughs> happy to be able to I hope I helped someone there out there today. So yeah. Okay. Really well, I'll leave everything in the description box so everybody can look you up and, and find you and talk about this. If you want to know more about this topic. Well, thank you so much. And I'll just give you the details. Then. Okay. Bye-bye. Cool. Thank you. Bye.